This is feel. I'm a proud father. I try not to brag about my kids. I want them to be humble. But I am proud. Sometimes we parents are proud of silly things. When my 10-year-old son Mickey wants to participate in our high school running workouts, I am proud. When my 9-year-old daughter Claire wants to paint or draw, I'm proud. I'm proud when Mickey or Claire quote one of my favorite movies or recognize one of my favorite songs. I'm proud because I see a little of myself. That's a bit narcissistic. I want my children to be themselves, but I do enjoy when they like something I like. Maybe pride isn't even the right word for those shared surface-level interests. It's fun when we share interests, but I have a much deeper sense of pride for who my children are as people. Mickey and Claire listen. They do their chores. They're hard workers and they want to be successful. They question things without denigrating them. They have their own styles and their own interests. They help others. They're kind. They're good kids. They're not perfect. I don't expect them to be. They make mistakes, they stumble, they struggle, and sometimes I am a little hard on them. I am always proud of them, though, and I want them to know that. I don't want them to lose their gifts, so I try to reinforce the amazing qualities I see in them. One such quality, one thing I find immensely inspiring is my children's ability to feel. Mickey and Claire connect with their emotions in deep and meaningful ways. That may seem like a simple task, but it isn't. We all have feelings, but too often we ignore them. We bury negative emotions and they rot us from the inside like an apple with a moldy core. We let our feelings run unchecked and they drag us into chaos like a team of startled horses. There are many different types of intelligence. And I'm convinced emotional intelligence is the most significant. If we are unable to monitor and manage our emotions, we shackle our other aptitudes. We limit our entire existence. That's why it's so important to feed our emotional intelligence. And that starts with simply tapping into our feelings, giving ourselves permission to feel what we feel. My kids are good at that. A little more than a year ago, when school doors were closed during the early stages of the COVID-19 pandemic, my kids and I watched Stranger Things together. We had the time to binge watch some television, and we decided to watch Stranger Things. It was already one of my favorite shows, and Mickey and Claire were interested. They wound up loving it. Stranger Things especially resonated with Claire. I thought some parts might be a little spooky for her, But as soon as one episode ended, she was asking to watch the next. It became her favorite show. Her birthday party had a Stranger Things theme, and we dressed up together as Hopper and Eleven for Halloween. Claire really connected with the emotional themes of the show. And for anyone who hasn't watched Stranger Things, I'll give you the chance to stop reading or listening now. I'm about to discuss the ending of Season 3. The final episode is very emotional. Hopper, the the rough-around-the-edges hero of Hawkins, has filled the role of Elle's father. At the end of the season, he seems to be dead and gone, having sacrificed himself to save the others. 
The closing sequence shows Elle packing up her things to move away with the Beyer family. She discovers and reads a letter from Hopper. There's a great montage with David Harbour reading the letter as a voiceover. Then, a version of David Bowie's Heroes starts playing as Eleven and the Byers give hugs and say their goodbyes. At this point, Claire was weeping. It wasn't a few sniffles and a blinked-away tear. Claire was snuggled in next to me, sobbing. She got it. She was invested, and she felt the emotional weight of the scene. In fact, she cried on and off for an hour or so after we'd finished the show. Mickey or I would start inadvertently humming and singing Heroes, and Claire would start crying. We would remember something from the show, and she'd cry again. I love the way Claire connects with her emotions. She's always seemed to have that power. Years ago, when Claire was probably three or four years old, we watched the movie Hachi. If you've never seen Hachi, I'm about to spoil that movie too. Longer story short, Hachi is the based on a true story tale of a man and his dog. Hachi. The man took in Hachi as a pup, and for years when the man would go to work, Hachi would follow. Hachi would follow all the way to the train station where he would wait for the man to return. One day, the man went to work, had a medical emergency, and died. He never came home on the train, and Hachi waited. Hachi wound up waiting for years, and when that was revealed in the movie, Claire cried. That really hit me. I thought the reveal might be a little too subtle for a young child. I didn't know if Claire would understand. She did, though. She recognized how heartbreaking it was for Hachi to be waiting for a friend, a family member, who wasn't coming home. Claire is able to get to the emotional root of a thing, and that is one of the many things I love and admire about my daughter. Mickey's pretty emotionally connected, too. He may not cry while watching a movie or something like that, but he knows how he feels. Whenever I write about Mickey and Claire, I ask them their permission first. I also read them what I write before I share it. They have veto power. I don't ever want to embarrass them. On one occasion, I was reading something I wrote, and by the end, Mickey and Claire were both in tears. That wasn't my intent, but they weren't tears of sadness. When I asked the kids what they thought, Mickey said, it was beautiful. I don't think I'll ever get a better review. Mickey and Claire are good at feeling. Maybe all children are. Maybe we all are before we get caught up worrying about how we should feel. Before we became embarrassed by our emotions. We start out feeling wholly and deeply, but life experiences lead us to shut up and shut down. That's why I'm so proud of Mickey and Claire for feeling their feelings. I want to praise the acknowledgement and expression of emotions. Children often learn to value what is praised. And there may be no skill or aptitude more significant than emotional intelligence. 
We praise things like throwing a ball or solving a math problem, and that's good. But it's high time we recognize and elevate emotional intelligence. We can make emotional intelligence something to aspire to. We can make it something that is supported and developed. We can make it a central focus of growth and development in all fields, and it starts with the identification and expression of our emotions. It starts when we allow ourselves to feel.